Welcome to Rain City Supercars. I'm Nick. I'm Dan. <laughs> <laughs> and if you can't tell, we got a new mixing board. So, um, yeah. <laughs> the Roadcaster Pro. Yep. We Black Friday the crap out of this. <laughs> yes, we did. It's time for an upgrade. And so we, um, well, we've only spent like the last, well, I shouldn't say we. <laughs> Jared and Dan have spent like the last two hours trying to figure out how to make it work. But we figured out the sound effects. Yeah. So. <laughs> the important part. The important part. <laughs> Dan's going, we're only doing it once. And I'm going, but, 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 but. No. <laughs> Please. Yeah, we promise to never do that again. It is handy for other things. Well, first of all, we don't promise anything. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to keep Nick away exactly. from the board. Uh, yeah, I mean, Jared can be bribed. <laughs> Believe <That's> me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> how, was, uh, how was your week, man? Okay, it was okay. It's uh, kind of, you know, low-key. Yeah. You know, we had uh, not too much going on. It was a kind of a nice, calm weekend, and um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, the minute you asked me that, like, the moment... I, I, it's I all could, gone. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's gone. I'm like, what week is it, and where am I? And it, the, you, See, this, this this mixing board threw me off. I was just so <laughs> excited about the sound effects. It's really pretty. How's too. yours? It yeah, was, I know so it was good. The colors. So, yeah, I finished up my on-call week, so I left it, you know, I, I laid low, and so I, you, when you're on-call, you can't really go anywhere. You just kind of have to, you're attached to your phone and your computer, which left me a ton of time to shop online. <laughs> so Yes, I know. We heard some of your recommendations <laughs> yes. earlier today. Great shower head I found mm-hmm. at Costco. I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> yeah, no. We'll tell you about it later. Audience is like, what? I don't know. No, yeah. really, it's amazing. But uh, yeah, so I, I did that. I just hung out at home and had a low-key weekend. I made the best steak I've ever made in my life. Um, I'm pretty proud of that. Mm, and then yeah. I, uh, yeah, I did a bunch of research and a bunch of shopping. Yeah, it was fun. I did some uh, unknown shopping, and I went did went up uh, with the mountain the mountain brew, which is a group of Subaru guys here up to. We went up and off of I ninety off of exit sixty two, and went up off of what's the pass there? Um, Stampede Pass. Stampede Pass. Yeah. actually, right up by that lake we were at. Oh yeah. And camped up there and did a did a they they were doing a Christmas tree harvest and a and a big. Uh, uh, barbecue kind of thing it was a lot of fun and i was talking to some of their super owners and i said you know you look at my rack like because i've got that basket and i've got the the, the and i've weighted I've, I've weighed everything so i know how much it weighs and the bars were just sagging <laughs> so i went to and this is not a paid sponsorship but these guys are great i went to road and rack in bellevue oh, rack and road is rack and road sorry yeah, rack yeah, and yeah. Road, right up there behind the arco by uh, chick-fil-a and those guys are incredibly knowledgeable so i ended up with some meaner tougher like bars from Thule now so that that uh, and it's funny because I didn't notice all the noises that were coming from the car because the 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 stock uh, crossbars were so weak. <laughs> and now, a shock yeah, absorbers. yeah, and now it's like it's a totally different ride. So I want to thank those guys. They they actually they helped me a lot and they gave me a good discount um, because I came in and they're you know they're they're looking for business. So I just got a little shout out to them. So yeah, well that's, that's nice. nice. Yeah, yeah, I saw the I took care of the box for you that you left in my garage. Thanks. I put it in the recycling bin. <laughs> Straight up with the <laughs> lid open. Was it in the recycling bin? <laughs> Actually, Paper effort. Th- th- I, I do apologize for that. That was not <laughs> in- intentional. Like I knew. I, I remembered. I put it in there, and then I. I yeah. So yeah. Oops. <laughs> oh, that was that was that that was Saturday night when I was supposed to go hang out with somebody, and then then, then they canceled plans on me. But that's okay. I'm I'm not bitter about that. So it's good. <laughs> he may have. That may have been me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I, you know, you can only cry so much inside Dan's garage. <laughs> There's a heater. You can cry in warmth now. <laughs> Where's the table? Oh, I used it for Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay. My bad. <laughs> Never mind. Sorry. We're, 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 we're digressing. So. Yeah. I have like the community garage amongst my friends. Yeah. Hey, uh, what, uh, did you lead off the sponsors yet? I have not. Oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> 
It's been a week. Uh, yeah. This so episode's going to be off the rails, just so we're clear. It's story time on <laughs> yeah. us. But that story time is, in fact, brought to you, coming, recording live at Driver's Club, brought to you by Haggerty Classic Car Insurance, Avance, Carter Subaru, and Rainier Beer. Amen. Yeah. I haven't had a Rainier Beer in a long time. Me either. I miss them. I'll have I to get too. back to that. Yeah. In the holiday seasons. Yep. Yeah. After the holidays, we can celebrate a little bit. Um, I do have a Carter Subaru tip of the day, though. Okay. So this was brought to me sort of out of my speculation. I hear this a lot, and I wanted to find some validity behind it. And there's been a lot of push and a lot of pushback on EVs and batteries, and lithium-ion specifically, which is what uh, you're, which all electric cars now use, and phones, and every device you pretty much have runs on a lithium-ion battery. But the the pushback I've heard many, many times is that, you know, strip mining, uh, battery recycling, things like that. And, and so I did some digging on, like, okay, what's the truth behind that? And then what's the actual, because there's a lot of hype on both sides. And the Prius is the downfall of the battery car. I agree. Right, yeah. We all agree Prius is with the devil. But yep. beyond that, I think there's a, there's a little more research that needs to be done on lithium-ion to know how destructive it actually is for the environment and what do we go through to get it. Okay, so... Reading from many, many resources, I determined, uh, so pretty much all lithium-ion, like the vast majority of it, comes from South America. Um, Chile, pit Argentina. mines, right? Uh, no, actually. I, that's what I thought. Is okay. I thought it would be strip mines and pit mines, stuff like that. But it's uh, Argentina, Chile, and Bolivia. And so this is totally not what I thought. It's okay. It, for one, we don't strip mine for it, and we don't actually even mine for it most of the time. It's, it's, it's mining, but it's not what you think of as traditional dig a hole in the ground. What it is is it comes out of sediment at the bottom of ponds. Um, that's where they find most of the, 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 what they use to make lithium-ion batteries. And so they basically dry out these ponds in the sun and pull the bottom of them off. Still not great, don't be wrong, but this is not cutting off the side of a mountain strip mining. Totally different process. Um, and then on average, when they say like 100,000 miles, it's typically like, it depends on the life of the battery, but um, charging over and over again does deplete them, but it typically depletes them to about 80%. It doesn't deplete them to zero most of the time, like I thought. Like, they would just constantly go to oh, fail. Oh, as far as the, the life, where yeah, when you buy a car, it's 100% by the end of the life cycle. Yeah, by the end of the life 80%. cycle, when they, it'll only charge at most 80%. So, and, they'll, and they use that 80%, like, they, even though they'll peak at 80%, they will use that charge faster. So, what that means is even though it, the peak level is 80%, you're going through that charge faster than before. Like, it won't recharge over and over again at the same rate, and it will discharge faster over time. So, what happens afterwards? Uh, well, they're recycled. Simple as that. Uh, all lithium-ion batteries are stripped down to their core metals and then smashed into little tiny bits, and they re they take the copper out of them, the wiring, everything else. That's all stripped out, right? and then you are left with a bunch of crappy stuff for the environment. <laughs> all said and done, it it is uh, it's not great, uh, but there are more and more of them ramping up by like leaps and bounds. There's good money in this. We all know there's good money in recycling metals, which is well, why people steal it all the time. But, I mean, you, you have to look at, and this is a truthful thing, without using the company's names, you know, these ride shares, these cars are getting tons of miles on them in a quick amount of time. Right. So, the, I mean, it used to be like with Priuses, they would last 100,000 miles, and then that would take you 10, 15 years. Now, they're going through that in four or five years sometimes. Yeah, and it's funny because, so, the copper and the aluminum used in those, uh, the batteries, which is what the connectors actually do way more damage than the batteries themselves. Interesting. Because we do strip mine copper and aluminum. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so like there's, it's a weird ongoing process. Now that said, we use aluminum to make everything from car bodies and massive other scale than batteries. In fact, uh, that's like a small amount of aluminum and copper in the environment goes to batteries. So in a nutshell, the overall use of this to, to kind of get away from this, 
hybrids are better for the environment period. We do way, we do way more work pulling the metal for gasoline engines plus the byproducts of that. Um, that's not probably the answer everybody wants to hear sometimes, especially on the other side, but everything I've read, yeah, they are over, overall, they are much better for the environment. Um, so if we can make more 918 style and CURS systems and get cars that actually use that power, that hybrid energy for more power, I'm all for it. I love it. Um, but yeah, and the more recycling places that come online, the better we are at getting rid of this material. There's no perfect answer. I think that's the main thing everybody needs to figure out and, and agree on. Is like I think everybody's looking for this, again, this divisional side of like, oh, hybrids are actually worse for the environment. Okay, they're not anymore. They may have been when they first started. They're actually not anymore. Um, I definitely think they were when they when it started. Absolutely, yeah, they were. Agree. And then there's the other side of it. It's like, well, carbon you know carbon emissions are worse than that. It's like, eh, it's kind of a wash actually. All said and done, <laughs> you're, you're get, you are getting better mileage. You are using a little bit more of a destructive process to make the cars. I think we're heading in the right direction with uh, hybrid and battery-powered cars in the sense that they are becoming less environmentally toxic and we're consuming less resources to get rid of those batteries and make those batteries as time goes on, as we progress. And that's good. That's the same reason why we're getting, you know, we can get, you know, it sounds like a low number, but a high number of miles. I get like 27 out of my, my Porsche and it's one of the fastest accelerating cars on the planet. Um, well, I mean, and the better the batteries get, the more time they can spend on making cars look sexy like Tesla did with that truck. Right? So that happened. Yeah, and the more we can become efficient with batteries and the more research we do into batteries because people aren't going to want them if they don't become efficient. They have to become more efficient. So it's, it is a net gain. It's a, it's a short-term loss for a long-term gain. I think it's a step in the right direction, environmentally speaking. I still can't say you can never replace the sound of a, an engine to me, but... I think, you know, I, you drive around and you see all these charging stations for people with their electric cars for free. I think there should be some free gas stations. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. Like all these people are out there with their electric cars and they're plugging them in and they're happy because they're getting free electricity while they're at the mall. I want some free gas. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know what grinds my gears? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jared. <laughs> Laugh track. Thank you. Oh, no, nope, nope, that was all the guests laughing at me. Yeah. Mm. I mean, laughing with me, not laughing at me. We um, promise sorry. not to abuse this audience. This is <laughs> but Again, yeah, we promise nothing. Okay, I promise. <laughs> yeah. So Just because you edit it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Never mind, we promise. To fi- I do want to finish up the tip of the day, though, on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the end, um, this is really up to the manufacturers. Like, Tesla is the, really the only one really embracing recycling the batteries in the car. Uh, and being really proactive about that because it's their whole business. They have to. Um, and so... I didn't even know they were doing that. Yeah. And so if you take your batteries and get replaced, replaced by Tesla, they handle the whole process of recycling and everything else. And there's very limited... There's not a lot of waste byproduct from Tesla. Well, that sounds cost-effective for them, and too. If they're recycling their own batteries, they can recycle them back into... Yeah, they take as much as they yeah. can get out of them and reuse it into their new batteries. Yeah. And that's good. And that's uh, we need to see more manufacturers doing that. Um as far as the Tesla truck, I'm I'm laughing because you I'm, I keep waiting for the day somebody like Ford just like makes a high makes a fully battery operated F-150 and it just looks like an F-150 and everybody's like buy Tesla because yeah. I mean the F-150 is the best selling vehicle in America for God knows how many years that should be a real threat to Tesla electric Raptor <laughs> yeah just saying it's good for the environment too because they, the the animals won't hear you coming <laughs> <laughs> thump thump <laughs> yeah well, I call them thumper <laughs> so Jeez. no I um. I don't know what to say about Tesla. With with my, uh, cars coming on the market like the Porsche Taycan, Taycan, is that how you say it? Taycan, Taycan, Taycan Turbo and S non Turbo. And if you're looking, oh god, don't <laughs> get me started on that again. Okay, um, if you're looking at some of the reviews, th- th- these cars are getting in people's hands. Um, 
it, that 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 Porsche people are really liking it. And yeah. So Tesla's got some issues. Um, another car that 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 is getting into that is on American soil now and has being being tested is the new RS6. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of people on YouTube. That, apparently, Audi did a big thing down in LA. There's a bunch of people that were carving the canyons in that car. Yep, I've been oh. watching it. I still think they're gonna. I still think they blew it. And what? I think they blew it. They they put it in an exceptional car out that I want. You know, I want it. But I'm not willing to pay 130 plus for it. I don't yeah. look at that car and see 130 thousand. Not even close. I mean. The technology. I mean, it's a limited hybrid system, which is cool. It puts down the torque, but it's like it's still at the end of the day. If you're going to reintroduce a wagon into a segment that does not like wagons, the the U.S. isn't embracing wagons yet. And I wish they would. I think. But we've been asking for it. Yeah, but one hundred thirty thousand just priced out everybody who's really going to say we asked for that. I mean, yeah, yeah, like I'm like bring us in, what I really want is an RS three because the new the, the three series is as big as the old Force eight four and S four like give me an RS three Avant that's what I really want which is the only way you can buy it in Europe by the way you can't hmm. get an RS three sedan in Europe you can only get the Avant but it's like at one hundred and thirty thousand dollars base mm-hmm. you add the carbon ceramic brakes which are the same ones off of the Euros by the way um, which it needs because it's six five thousand pounds like I just think they've priced the enthusiast market who's really all about that car out of the segment. Like when they, sh- if they would have put out like a RSQ7 or whatever, whatever their larger SUV is, they would have hit it on the head because they would, I mean, the, the Macan Turbo and the Cayenne Turbo have made the argument already that the performance SUV market exists and is thriving. So it's like they need to repump that money back in so they can do more RS6s and RS5 Avants that may not buy in bulk. And I, I, I thought the answer to your argument was the fact that, you know, people like you and I can wait till they come, you know, they, they, people lease them and they come back on the used market. But then we were speaking to a good friend of ours from, through the through the Audi connection about the fact that there's so much technology in these cars that when they come off a lease, people aren't going to want to buy them because what it's going to cost to fix them. Like yeah. there was an example of a, an, uh, I think it was an S8 or an A8 that was in a hailstorm. And there's so many things in the roof of like those 30 cars. 30-something antennas or something. 30-something antennas. And there was so much damage that the car was totaled because of this. So it's, it's these, but this technology that we all want, and we all want, you know, we all want the nicest dash and the front, front, front-facing cameras and rear-facing cameras. And, you know, we know you want a <laughs> rear-facing camera. <laughs> Somebody caught that. Um, <laughs> exactly. That would have been time for a laugh track. Uh, <laughs> I'm so, missing my backup camera. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think that's going to be tough because the, what it's going to cost to fix those cars is going to be a real issue. Yeah, it's going to be out of date so soon. Yeah. I mean, I'm still laughing well, at how worthless the navigation is in my my Porsche, which is, the sticker price on a Turbo S is astronomical, and the, the navigation is hysterically bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. unusably bad. Well, like even even the 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 graphics for the when you back up and like the, the sensors are it's yeah you look at it and you go this is something that should be in a Hyundai yeah everything else about that car is immaculate <laughs> but, <laughs> but your 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 screen's Hyundai quality except my parents and that hu- being said some of the new Hyundais are really my, nice my parents Hyundai has a much nicer infotainment yeah. system than my Porsche does yeah. actually All right. let's yeah. take a quick break and we come back it's we'll more story uh, time more story time All right. Grandpa what do you call this thing again. It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. 
And welcome back to Rain City Supercars. Right before the break, we were figuring out if Dan was the father. And the results are, you are not the father! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I apologize I, already. I don't, I don't know if I can not use these in the future. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I don't apologize for anything. So on this, I regret uh, so many things. <laughs> I do not regret this. On this story time episode of Racing <laughs> Supercars. <laughs> yeah. So, um, being that we are a Pacific Northwest based podcast and um, there's a big issue in the world right now uh, with the automotive world, I want to kind of talk about it. I want to talk about this tab issue. Yeah. It's a big topic around um, here. You know, and um, I, I'm coming at it from an aspect of this. Um, the, the Washington State went out and they voted. Mm-hmm. And this measure passed. And now the state of Washington is literally using our money to sue us because they didn't like the result. And they're trying to tell us that we were too dumb to read the ballot. <laughs> and that people that voted for it didn't mean to vote for it. Yeah, it's funny because it sounds like you're paraphrasing, but that's actually exactly what's happening. Yeah. Um, and it makes me angry to even really think about it. Because it's not a matter, like you said, of matter of the cost or anything like that. It's a matter of this was voted on. Yeah. Everyone was like, yeah, we're overpaying by ridiculous amounts. We actually talked about this a little bit in our purchasing a car at a state episode where like even if you're if if you get a great deal on a car, so your car's worth, you know, one hundred and ten thousand dollars, but you picked it up out of state, you brought it back over and you paid ninety thousand for it. Even if you want to go pay taxes on it, they're gonna be like, No, this car is worth X amount in this state, therefore you're paying this amount of money. Uh, that's and they get to tell you the value. They get to tell you the value, yeah. And that's that's hundred percent true and which is flat out theft, um, but hey, that's government. <laughs> um, so it's just another kind of like nail on the board of like just BS. <laughs> yeah. just, it just makes me really angry because even $30 actually even seems low. Uh, and I, I understand that. Like, but if it, if it was just like, you know, a hundred bucks, we would still be a sweeping. I, yes. I'd be, uh, yeah, I'd be, <laughs> I'd be absolutely fine with that. It's, it's not about the, the value. It's the fact of somebody telling me what, what I'm, what my car is going to be worth and then taxing me on that. And, and going a little bit deeper about the fact that, and I understand there. there I mean, what, what I think it passed with sixty-six or se- sixty-six to seventy percent of the vote. People said yeah, it was they wanted a to get huge rid of it. amount. Yeah, it was not like a narrow margin. But it's, I, I feel like there's a, there's a baseline argument there of the basically the government's looking at us going, we don't care how you voted. <laughs> yeah, it's like you put it to the people, the people voted. And at the end of the day, if it had been the other way, I would have gone, okay, well, you know, we tried. Let's, yeah. well, you know, it's it's going to. I'm suck. a little on the extreme side. I think we should absolutely annex Seattle and let them just drive themselves <laughs> into the ground because they're really the ones kind of making the noise. And Olympia is completely out of touch. They're not even on our roads. They live yeah. in their private neighborhoods and drive their cars that they're not paying for, and be happy with it. But it's like this. <laughs> it it just it just sucks. And I think I think a lot of our our listeners will agree with us. I mean, and not even this is not, I'm not coming from a, from a financial standpoint. I'm coming from a the Voters we voted. Rights. Yeah. And this is the way it came out, and this is the way it should be. And you know, um, no matter your political beliefs, and I'm not trying. To, I'm not trying to be political. We're not being political. I'm being factual as the best I can. Yeah. I mean, and I think I'm with you too. I would be fine with hundred dollar tabs. I'd be absolutely fine with that. I yeah. mean, it's I, I I you know 
I'd also, you know, this goes into a deeper issue. I'd also like to see that, you know, if my $100 I'm paying would actually go to something that fixes the roads or does what it's supposed <laughs> to do and doesn't get diverted to something else. So, um, but that's another soapbox that I don't need to stand on right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, if you want to look at a really great Washington scandal where they completely screwed the voters, so look at the history of ORV taps in the state of Washington. We should, that could be its own episode. I have some people I could bring in for that. And that was how basically all the funds that we were paying for ORV taps for motorcycle, off-road motorcycles, mm-hmm. anybody who had an off-road vehicle tab for about... I think it was about 20 years, um, all of those funds were being misdirected and basically used against people with ORVs to shut down roads or shut down trail systems yeah. versus build them up. When the whole point of ORT... You can license this, but th- we have no place in the state you can drive. Yeah, have a nice the whole day. point of yeah. paying ORV tabs is to maintain those trails mm-hmm. and hold people accountable for messing up those trails. Like, I mean, nobody hates somebody who abuses off-roading more than an off-roader who actually wants to drive on the roads because the bad people ruin it for the rest of us. But, but correct me if I'm wrong, even though they did that, that did cause a lot of people to start going out ORVing and, and, and maintaining the trails as they went. Yes. Right? In Which fact, was a good we, thing. what we ended up doing, uh, this is back in another job, is we used to organize massive cleanups between the off-road motorcycle guys and the jeep clubs and the off-road clubs and we'd all go to places like walker valley and stuff like that and we'd do cleanup days and we'd go up there and be like okay i'll bring a grill and a bunch of hot dogs and you get a free hot dog if you bring you're still trash. wheeling you're just bringing trash yeah it's like just it. bring yeah. just bring stuff back with you and we yeah. would we we would end up bringing giant trash bins people pull out cars stolen cars get trashed in off-road places all the time you know and people you know off-road clubs would go up there and they're pulling out every piece of trash they can find the place would be spotless by the time we left but i mean a lot of it we have to go back to trail crews and things like that but my point, my long story short is that the state has a history of abusing funds when it comes to tabs in general. There's not enough checks and balances and accountability. So this is just another problem where like, we can't really, you don't really have any control over the money is going. And when they lose that money, they just use it against us. Well, and, and that brings up a fact. If you haven't read this extensively, this was the, the tab, uh, the, Tab change was supposed to take place, I think, December 5th. Yeah. And there was a judge that said, we're going to hold off because the state is suing the citizens. We're going to hold off and putting that into place. Yeah. And and then he had the nerve to go, but don't worry. At the end of this, if the tabs do go into effect at $30, we're gonna, the state's going to go back and re- retroactively give you your money back for what you paid over that. Which we know is we never going to happen. We know that's never going mean, to happen. Has anybody ever. ever gotten a refund from this state? I mean, any state? <laughs> <laughs> like, Yeah, that money's gone. Like, look at what you have to do to get a refund online. you got to send in your coupon. you got to send in your, you know I mean? Like, jeez. So, and, yeah, th- and then they tell you it's already happen. registered and you can't, you can't have your coupon. So, you know. <laughs> and then you can't get your extra heads for your Dyson vacuum. Hypothetically. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> <laughs> Not that the state has anything to do with my Dyson vacuum. I mean, the person's va- Dyson vacuum I'm talking about. So yeah, um, it's it's just it's it's it sucks. Yeah, if you're listening to the show, the best thing you can do is write in, write into, make some noise. Um, there's been some talk of like a, a civil unrest dispute of not paying for your tabs. Um, I don't recommend that. Honestly, well, the problem with that is they're still going to they're they're the the poor state patrol guys who are, I'm sure a lot of them agree with us are still going to have to pull you over and write you a ticket for expired tabs and then you're going to be paying your expensive tabs and a ticket. Yeah, and the majority of them do agree with us for the record. Uh, we have a lot of police listeners, a whole lot of police listeners, and they and they, we love them and we do, and we're going to use that to go into our next story. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they're just doing their job. I mean, I know you don't want to pay for your tabs. I don't want to either. None of us do. We all think it's BS. But uh, yeah, don't hold it against the cops. They, yeah. they, their job is to enforce the law even if they don't like it 
That so. being said, before we get into that topic, and I'm going to say this because it, it, I, I noticed an article, actually one of the Washington State Patrols, one of their Twitter accounts, if you have Christmas lights on your car, <laughs> do not drive with Christmas lights on your car. <laughs> you cannot have red or blue blinking lights on your car. Yes. I'm telling you this. There was a state trooper that was, that actually, was, it was pretty funny, like, she, I think she called herself the Grinch or something, but she had two hearts and she didn't, she wasn't giving out tickets, but yeah, people are putting Christmas lights, which looks really cool, by the way, but you can't have them on while you're driving. Yes. Yeah. They're great so. when you're parked, but don't be so. Sorry, yeah, I was just <laughs> going to throw that out there. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I love the State Patrol Twitter account, actually. It's yeah. pretty oh, funny. It's, you know, it, it, it is great. It's useful and it's funny. Oh, yeah, yeah, they do a good job. They have a good sense of humor. They're good people. Yeah. But um, recently, Dan and I had a, a good friend of ours come in and visit us yeah. um, from a, a local police department. And uh, kind of a... I'm trying to gingerly put this because i'm not sure about what we can say and what we can't say but um oh no this is public record we can talk about it oh okay good so we had this we had this ass hat that came to redmond town center (laughs) um uh and uh his name was i think rich kid tv or something like that Rich Kid tv on youtube Uh, yeah the big i mean like if if you if you were making a mold new this guy was the mold (laughs) yes this guy is like i mean so canoe over the moon with an oar he's also full of crap i know for a fact that every car he has on his youtube channel is rented some repossessed um yeah uh and i just we got word this evening so a long time ago many moons ago we did a podcast on what not to do at a car show or what not to do as a car owner in in general but a big part of it was don't be an idiot at a car show which is don't be revving really loudly don't do burnouts don't do anything reckless like all that stuff purely don't leave a card so and then go speeding down the freeway anything like that yeah yeah you know shelby (laughs) shut up (laughs) (laughs) but um in general uh you don't just be on your best behavior because that hurts the car community period anytime you do any you have any bad behavior at a car show it hurts the car community it gets that car show shut down it gives that car show a bad reputation uh, it'll make the local PD not want to support the car show. And we are all very well aware of this. There's a reason Exotics is the longest running show in the country. Um, for the most, for a weekly car gathering. Yeah. We can get I mean, into the specifics, but it's, yeah, it's, it's the, the longest running weekly car gathering. That's not like, you know, sponsored by Porsche or something. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. And so, and one of the things, the, one of the reasons it is that is that we have a zero tolerance policy for this stuff. Anybody who comes in with their Hellcat, for example, I can picture that one in my head revving super, super loud. Um, we'll get you kicked out permanently. Not like for the season. It's like, no, zero, zero tolerance. All this stuff is super laid out on our website and it's standard behavior at every car show. There are sanctioned events so like at Evergreen Speedway or, or Pacific where you can go do your burnouts and you can rev and that, all that is great. Like we're not anti that. It's just a time and a place thing. And that is becoming big time universally uh, uh, through car shows. Like I noticed yeah. an article that got posted on Facebook uh this week through some, uh, <coughs> about there was a car show down in California that kicked out a really powerful Lamborghini Mercy or uh, it was a Huracan or something like that yeah. for revving for revving because yeah. you know it, you're in a public space and it was starting to piss people yeah, you'll off piss all the local yeah. businesses off around you so anyway long story short this d-bag from rich kids tv which pretty much tells you everything you need to know about this kid <laughs> who is not by the way it's it's who all not rich who's not a kid yeah it's all made who's up who's not on tv but he took um, a rented C7 from out of state, not Z06, was not allowed into the show, was around the show, and then as he was leaving, attempted to do a, do a burnout, uh, missed it, went sideways. He didn't wreck. No, he he went out he, and he, he did, did a like donut. He, he tried donuts to do a donut. Yeah. And then he like missed it halfway and it pointed in the wrong direction and had to go turn back around because he doesn't know how to freaking drive. Well, obviously, because ours it's a huge car show, this was all captured on video. It was all on Instagram. It was on everywhere. And we were like, absolutely not. 
I mean, immediately the guy's banned, but I was like, no, we're not letting this go. And we talk about this on the blog. We've talked about this in person that if you do something that's stupid, and I mean that stupid with that many kids around in that crowd, that's where you've seen those things go wrong and somebody ends up in the crowd. We will absolutely report you to Redmond PD, State Patrol, whoever else out there and say, hey, this is, this is a no tolerance policy. This is a, not just our show. This is every show who's, who's worth its salt. So they followed up. And so basically what happened was uh, the prosecutor here in Redmond decided that what he had done uh, because of the videos and things like that was reckless driving. And it was. And so they put out a warrant for him. And, I know, and basically what happened was he then decided that he was cooler than school and he was not going to show up to court. So then they issued a warrant for his arrest. And a very good friend of ours on the Redmond Police Department actually caught up to the gentleman and... um, Took him to jail. That's yeah. public record. Yeah. That's public record that, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, and so he is, uh, and he did, he went behind bars for that. Yeah, he did so. go to jail for that. Um, yeah, so that's the... Long story short, you screw with Dan and I, you're going to go... Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, um. <laughs> <laughs> we might steal your car and you might yeah. go to jail. Yep. <laughs> that's a different story. Yep. But, um, <laughs> but no, what happened is, yeah, it, it, that's just it. This is not a our car show were this kind of strict kind of thing. Nope. This is this is actually pretty common. If you are st- on video doing stupid stuff, yes, they will go after you for that. This is I don't know why people don't think about that or like oh I was, you know, if you're doing that kind of stuff at a car show in front of a bunch of crowds with a bunch of kids standing around, which are by the way in the video, there is recourse for that. You are going to get in trouble for that. You're endangering the public. Yeah. Flat out. It's like I get it. It's fun to rev your car and go drive fast. We all do it. I'm not saying we're above that. I'm not saying we're perfect drivers. I just, I, I just speed up to the speed limit. Totally. I never, I never I go there past very quickly. It. Yeah. And but Unless I'm in a car, I don't. But own time in a place, yeah. man. If there's a kid, a crowd. If there's a crowd of children around you, you are just asking to do something stupid. And, and if you own a Mustang, you know. Yeah, James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it was it was cool that they did follow up though. But uh, I mean, I, I hate to s- sound like a warning yet, but we did just get this update. That's why we're talking about it now. Is that there is recourse for that, and there should be recourse for that. And you can send us hate mail if you want, but you're not welcome at car shows if you do that. Period. Well, that in today's day and age, everybody has a camera. There are cameras everywhere. Yeah. And even if Exotics at Redmond Town Center didn't have cameras, which we we have cameras, and no one, we're not going to tell you where they are. You're, you're, you're not only in that property do you have all these the mall cameras you have Microsoft there there's so <laughs> yeah. many places that we can see you and everybody thinks oh they're not going to see me we can see you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there are cameras we can test your DNA <laughs> <laughs> so I mean yeah you know who you are some of you are half frog people so. <laughs> really like that yeah there we go <laughs> yes. wow well, there, there we go uh, <laughs> where were we on that one huh <laughs> set you up for that one yeah yeah, but it was nice to see the recourse that it actually happened. Well, it's um, nice to see somebody get... I'm sorry. I, I don't want to see people be punished, but if you do something stupid... I mean, I'm a perfect good example. <laughs> I got I got a ticket on the last day of exotics. <laughs> I mean... Uh, I mean, you break... You know, which is funny, considering, like we said before, <laughs> the reason we they were there up. is because we set it up. Uh, so, you know, of all people that should have known better, it was me. So, yeah. <laughs> But we all, we, like I said, we all have fun. We all, we all do stuff. And so, yeah. <laughs> Driving yeah. my white Subaru. <laughs> yeah, Is this a Subaru? Subaru? No. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You're pretty, huh? <laughs> yeah. We are working on getting some law enforcement out of the show, too, by the way. Yeah, I think that'd be kind of fun. I mean, I yeah. know that there's some restrictions to what they can say and what they can't say, but... Um, We've, that's, that's been our, our, uh, our blocker for that, by the way, is that uh, we are waiting for certain people to retire so yep. they can be a little more unfiltered because, obviously, when you're on the clock, you uh, can't... Uh, 
<laughs> yeah. Tell the good stories. When you work for the government, the government doesn't want you telling all the stories. <laughs> so, you know, there's that. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what else do you got coming on this winter? Because I have a few things. You have a few things coming on this winter? Yeah. Um, I, I don't... I don't know. Like, uh, my life is so much lonelier. I sit at home waiting for you to call. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you know, will he call? Will he not call? Does he love me? Does he not love me? Um, I still love you. I know. You know, this, the next big thing I've got coming up, like I said, we've got Christmas coming up, but uh, we're heading down to uh, Jet Center in January, uh, down to Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, as as you know, Jet Center is run by Katrina and Scott, uh, who have been on our show, um, and they are part of Concorso, but they've, they've split off and started this, and it's a really great, we've got some really great charities this year. I'm really excited for that. Um, we're going to be doing another drive down there this year. In fact, Barry, Barry McGuire is going to be joining us for the drive, so that'll be kind of fun. Oh. Um, so yeah, we've got a lot of fun stuff going on with that, so I'm, I think that's our next big... Just Barry. Just <laughs> Barry. The man, the myth, the legend, so... Great storyteller, yeah. man. That's that's goal to have him on the show. Yeah. these days. we're gonna make that happen at some point. We got to. Yeah. So I, I'd love that. What do you What do you have coming up? You You seem to be primed and ready for. Oh no! I was just. Oh, okay. I've got, we've got the yeah. winter drive coming up. I'm still working on trying to source a roof rack for my Porsche. I'm a little jealous. How do you not have a roof rack? Because the one Porsche wants. Because it says Porsche makes it, even though it's made by Thule, is like three times the price of the Thule one. <laughs> Actually, I think I, you know what? I I think we need to talk to my friends. Yeah, in I need to go down there. I think th- I think they would be. I, it was funny because, and I'm going to go back to the story. I, I kind of went in there ignorant. Like, I knew what I wanted. I knew what was wrong. And I wanted to kind of see. And it, very honest. And I was very proud of that. That that, that, something, that that type of business exists and the honesty of the fact. That there really could have been some upsells there. <laughs> so, I mean, but yeah, we, we, I think we can find you. Is that what's, is that the type of system that's on the top of the 911 from our buddies that, that do yes. gumbo? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I can find your racks, and we get some self-tapping screws, and we'll just put them right into your roof. It's going to be real simple. <laughs> so, I mean, that's not a problem. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great for resale. Don't mind well, the sheet metal I screws mean, in the you roof. you know, a little bit of, you know, sil- clear silicone with the paint color around it, it'll be fine. Yeah, actually, just you pull these little strips back, and it just clips right in. Yeah. Porsche is actually made for winter, thank God. That's interesting that, that actually ha- they have that on. I think that's cool. Yeah, so, it is cool they have it on the turbo. Yeah. I forgot about the winter drive. <laughs> we should get together and talk more. <laughs> about what we're doing so you know like so i said we're not as close as we used to be whatever i'm not crying at night what you're crying <laughs> shut up <laughs> no so we have the winter drives coming up um uh if more of our members are listeners listeners if any of our listeners again? yeah let's try yeah. that again <laughs> if any of our listeners would like to join us for a winter drive shoot yeah. us a mail um i am doing finding more time to do that uh yeah. thank god we have more people being hired at work so i can actually have weekends again um but yeah more this is drugs. not going to be a, a, a like a fast rally like no <laughs> i'm actually thinking about taking the subaru yeah. i think it'd be kind of fun yeah. yeah so uh but yeah we're gonna do we're gonna do a winter rally we're not gonna say where because we want people to come with us so <laughs> well but i'm saying you know <laughs> we have a tendency if we tell people what we're doing and when we're doing it people that weren't signed up show up that's true so that's what i'm yeah. saying okay uh, yeah, so winter rallies this, this winter, though, um, I was going to talk a little bit more about where people should go. Um, so if you're looking for an easy winter desti- destination, there's always Leavenworth. Uh, obviously you need snow tires, but that seems to be the go-to. It's a great winter getaway. Go there after Christmas. They still have the lights up. Don't worry. Um, one of the farther ones, if you want to get away and do something different, I always recommend the Kelowna Basin or Okanagan Valley. That's where Area 27 race course is. Um, it's a fun drive to get there. It's also absolutely beautiful. Um, 
It's up by a little t place called Soyuz. Uh, not a lot open during the winter, but there's a ton of wineries up there. It's a fun little we easy winter getaway. I think you've driven through there once Nothing or twice. like walking in a winter in a vineyard, <laughs> picking the frozen grapes. <laughs> That's where you get iced wine from. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> Feeling cultured? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Bonafide. Say, uh... <laughs> Idaho is winter heaven, though. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys want to do some awesome winter driving, Walla Walla is, has rewarding roads that, uh, even in the snow, because they have much drier snow over there, are a lot more fun to drive through. But be careful. Yes, be careful. But they do have awesome winter off-roading there. Um, head out to the Oregon coast. Uh, I would recommend the Brooklyn Tavern on the way there, but it's probably going to be some winter off-roading to get there. <sighs> we got to go back there. <laughs> we do need to go back there. If you guys d don't know that, we, we brought that up. Yeah, we have brought it. Yeah. You got a trough in the it's floor. It's the most remote tavern in Washington State. Yep. And it, I mean, but, but what I like, it's it's a logger's tavern. Like, there's no TVs. It's, it's you, you go there to to talk to people. And, yes, there is a trough that runs through the middle of the and bar. And you can spit in it, but don't piss in it. Yeah. Quote yeah. from the bartender. There, I think it's on a sign. <laughs> when we got there, they had just started taking credit cards after I forgot how many years. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Which was like last year. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's kind of interesting. But it's a good time. It's a good fun time. Yep. What it's a, a great time. time to go to the peninsula. Yeah. So, it's not winter dry... Point being, winter driving season is not over, and we have a lot. We've been talking a little more about doing more winter driving stuff because it's people shut down here during the winter uh, as far as drives. So there's actually a ton of car shows. There, every weekend, there's been like a car event. And I don't want to hear this crap about it. The weather's bad; it snows. I am literally staring at an SVJ that has winter tires on it. Yeah, so and sitting next to a Performante that, that has winter, winter tires, tires on it. it. Yeah. So come on. So I'm looking yeah. at half the, car, the show, cars in the showroom right now yeah. have winter tires on. Thanks to I mean, Blake. Yeah. So I mean, let's you know, let get out there. You know, if, if you're going to own it, you should drive it. Um, you know. Yeah. So yeah. And in Europe, they drive in with rear wheel drive in the snow all the time. In fact, yeah. that's a, a, actually if you have great tires, it's kind of fun. <laughs> Speaking of, of sightings, I saw my first Urus on the road uh, this week. And it was white with, and it had orange rims or orange paint on the rims. Beautiful spec in downtown Bellevue. I, had, I hadn't seen one on the road. Like it was beautiful. Really, you never saw yeah. on the road? Well, I'm, I mean, there's a few around here. I mean, I know Adam and those boys down there at Lamborghini Bellevue and, and McLaren are. are cranking them out but i just hadn't seen them it's just i see a bunch of downtown bellevue all the time do you yeah, yeah. in kirkland because oh you're in downtown bellevue that's where i live dan that's funny you, I, you didn't call me why don't you call me anymore what's, what's i mean why don't you love me anymore oh sorry okay it's like, i don't crying but well, you're crying shut up i just go there to return things to the mall <laughs> <laughs> and leave as soon as possible well, that means you bought them at the mall which means you were at the mall so now you were twice there and you didn't say, okay i see how it is that's fine do you really need to go into this now no i don't want to go into it now <laughs> okay. why don't you love me anymore <laughs> Dan and I have a great relationship. <laughs> I think. I don't know. I haven't seen him in weeks. Uh, <laughs> I was going to talk more about the Christmas parties coming up oh, and why do. you should be more engaged. Please do. Sorry. <laughs> oh, now I should be engaged? Well, great. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> you know, you could give a guy a depression. I'm just going to say that right now. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. I'll just sit at home. I have a train. Yeah, I have a train now, so I'll just play you with the train. You do a very nice train. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I've seen videos Continue. of it. <laughs> oh, you've seen videos. That's right. You haven't been over to my house. Who knows? I mean, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of going off my rocker here. You should talk more. <laughs> Sorry. It's Christmas party season. Oh, yeah. Uh, which means most Christmas parties will have a discount on Ubers. Um, this is just a... I just, before we go to our break, I want to talk about this. Uh, yeah, make sure you don't drink and drive this season. It's actually a yeah. peak season for that. Did you know that? Actually, don't ever drink and drive. <laughs> no. It is peak season for that, so that's why I'm bringing it up now. Yeah. It's a, a big deal. 
I've already seen it a few times. So, And, you know, I don't care if you're working for hours and hours and Ed from the copy room looks good under the mistletoe. Don't do it. <laughs> it's going to cause issues. I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean, at my at last year at my Christmas party, now I work for myself, so it was a little <laughs> bit weird. <laughs> so, but, you know, there was mistletoe, and so, you know, <laughs> just saying, how you doing? <laughs> you can actually have your own Christmas party if, if you have a small bathroom and a mirror. It's, it's, it's you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. You maybe should take a break. Ah, <laughs> there it is. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to go take my meds, and when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about some more stories. There's a lot more <laughs> stuff coming up with the vaunts for the season, so stay tuned. <laughs> we spend an average of eight hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens, laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty for people who love cars. And we're back. Here we are. <laughs> are you okay? Wherever you better. go. No, I don't want to talk about it anymore. All right. For <laughs> so. love is not eternal, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> so there's two. You asked. <laughs> There's two big events coming up uh, still all the way through through the holidays, thanks to Avance. Uh, one is this uh, this Saturday, the 14th, is uh, a tech session with Dundon Motorsports. Really cool stuff down there, Porsche heaven. Um, but uh, yeah, that's if you're an Avance member, that's from 10 to 12. It's all the way in Gig Harbor, so plan ahead. Uh, it's a great little drive over there, though. And it's, uh, yeah, you want to see some candy store of high-performance stuff? There you go. Yeah, that'd be fun, actually. Yeah, so that'll be the day after this airs. But the one that's coming up that's going to be interesting, they just launched last week, is um, Avance doing a tech session with Griots for the ceramic 3-in-1 wax. That's, they just launched that on, like, uh, Thursday or something like that. Yeah. A big, a big YouTube launch. Yeah. Yep. Last Very week, cool sorry. stuff. And um, a couple of Avance members have already demoed it and previewed it, uh, and some of the collectors. And we've that discussion's been going on because... Again, that's one of the things I love about that community is they talk about stuff people are using all the time on whatever car you've got. And I'm a big fan of spray-on ceramic wax. Again, I, we've said this a hundred times, I'm going to say it again. This is not a replacement for like a ceramic coating that you would get professionally installed by a detailed place that has heat lamps and does paint correction and all that ahead of time. This is for the rest of us who just want something quick to put on our cars and aren't really in it's the It's a three-in-one, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a three-in-one ceramic hybrid wax. Uh, Meguiar's has their own. Uh, the Griot stuff actually tends to be the favorite around here. Um, <laughs> For obvious reasons. Yeah, it's local, of course, obviously. But uh, So this stuff works, and I've used... Uh, I'm going to try the Griot stuff, but the ceramic wax in general actually does work if you apply it exactly how they tell you to do it, which is wash your car really well first, then you kind of buff it on while it's still wet, and then you can wash it off again, and then you kind of reapply after you wash your car. But I, it's been amazing for my car. I think this is a little different, actually. Because from what I'm reading, and, and you should go, they did a live stream, and they put it on their on their YouTube channel. Uh, Nick Grio did did a live stream with another buddy of him, well, somebody else that works for Grios, and they it was a, a, I, I checked in on it a little bit, but apparently this is a little bit different. Like okay. as far as there's some there's some things you should prep the car for initially, and, and making sure that you're putting it on a clean surface. But go watch the video; it's it's very informative. They they talk about they talk about, they go into all the, the process of how they built it and things like that. You can find it on the on just go into YouTube and go to Grios.com or whatever Grios and find it. It's a really good video from what I hear. But there are several people that we've said have used it and really like it. So I think it's just about. You shouldn't just wash your car and then just kind of throw it on there. I think you should wash your car and maybe make sure that you're, you know, 
getting all the decontaminates off you can. Yeah, so clay bar and all that first. Yeah. I think that that's their recommendation for the cool. initial. And then as you go forward, it should be more easily put on. Very cool. Yeah. Um, another thing that you should bring up with these events is, so Avance runs a lot of events, and then at the time you get a discount. So if you're going Saturday for this, for the, this is the 21st, not the 15th, 15% off all Griot's products while you're there. So, I mean, yet another reason to join. Actually, I need to go down there because I've got to talk to those guys. Um, I think they're still doing the fact of you take your old buffer in, they, they'll give you a, a discount on their, the new Ooh, orbital, orbital trade-in program. Yeah, yeah I got a trade-in program, pretty sure. Nice. So, yeah. Yep. I've So I've been, I clean, you know me, I clean every time the car's dirty. So I'm washing my car all the time, which has been fun when it's been freezing out. And so I have to make sure I wash it early enough in the day. Well, it's still freezing, but that it'll thaw the driveway enough to where I can actually leave later. <laughs> so, Get a run at it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> run at it out of the garage. Yeah. <laughs> they have a pretty steep driveway. So I, I did make that mistake once. And you have those quality boards too. Yeah, I did. Which, by the way, I think I broke one of those yeah, on well, Saturday. You know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I tried my best to put it back together. Uh, but yeah, I washed my car a little too late in the day, and it did freeze on the driveway. Ooh. So I just added a layer of ice to my driveway. Well, you'll be fine. I mean, you know, it's all-wheel drive. You're good. Yeah, sure. <laughs> back, back up fast. <laughs> With no camera. It's great. Yeah, just hold the wheel straight. You'll be good. Yeah. It's fine. So one of the things uh, people have asked us to do a little bit, and we we do this on occasion. We don't do it consistently enough, though. So when we talk about a product, we list a li- uh, put a link to it and some information on our page. So we are going to start doing that. Uh, Nick and Nick has already started kind of cultivating a resource group for people to go to about kind of the stuff we use. Again, uh, we will obviously list if any of this is sponsored. Uh, we clearly list our sponsors on our podcast, but most of the time, these are just going to be affiliate links to stuff we actually use ourselves. Well, so let, let me explain how this happened. I went down a YouTube uh, rabbit hole this weekend, and <laughs> there is this, I don't know if it's new, but um, there are these people that are, that are car detailers, and they will film the detailing process yeah. of a car. And I stumbled across a guy um, up in I, up in Canada, I think, I think he's up in Toronto or something like that. Right, freezing all the time? Uh, well, yeah, he's, you know, I, it, it's called the Detail Geek One, and um, <laughs> he details cars that are like farm cars and stuff like that, and, and there's just this mesmerizing thing of when he's out there with a power washer and he's power washing an Escalade that hasn't been washed in like six years and you're watching <laughs> I mean and he's a kind of an interesting guy because he does that out of his garage and but and then you know of course it goes down a rabbit hole and then you next thing you know you're, you're watching all these people that detail cars around the world which is kind of fun because you can see some of the products they use like um and what I've kind of recently gotten gotten into and I haven't ordered any of these yet but I've, I've got a couple of links for some stuff is some of these new boar hairs brushes and things mm-hmm. like that as far as cleaning and vents and being able to yeah, I have a couple of those yeah, yeah I mean and and it's something that I've I've never had I'm I've and used a ton but as far as you know, not just a lot of people think you you know you're using them on the outside to get around the emblems, but he's in there with a vacuum and making he's using them in the vents and places you just didn't think about using them, and and changing things out. So I I kind of I went down that road, and started looking and, and getting some of those brushes. But um, what I'd like to do eventually is Dan and I are going to compile and I've got a good list of stuff that we've used and I w- I'm actually going to buy some more products and we're going to try and we're going to kind of start talking about it and then if you if you're interested in it we'll have a portion a part on the website where you can go and find these and we'll put a link on there so that you know and then we'd like to hear your feedback because something that could work for g- good for us may not work good for other people yeah. like you know and something that I, I'm really wanting to look into and research is a steam a steamer yeah one of those two All yeah it's, I yeah well, I've got a good link but we're gonna try it because he was he was using it and and a couple of formulas to on on the pedals 
yeah. the car. And really getting in there and cleaning the pedals. Yeah, so. our friend at Obsessed Garage, yeah. they, he, they have a really nice one. It's like three grand on Obsessed Garage. I'm like, oh. This one's a little bit more like a generic power, power washer, but I, I think we're, we're going to try something. So, yeah. um, and, and, and we're just going to start working that kind of working that stuff in and when we talk about it because um, what I'd like to do coming up, and I'm not sure when, what episode it'll be, uh, Dan and I are going to do an episode about detailing your car in the winter, like really getting in there and detailing it and, and talking about things like little things like if you have carpeted wheel wells and <laughs> what to do and make it because those like to suck up the water and suck up the dirt more than uh, you know plastic wheel wells and things of that nature. Or if you're like Gara, you heat your rubber up so much that you throw them through your <laughs> That's carpet different. wheel well. Again, thank you, Gara, for coming on. That was a really fun episode. Yeah. If you missed our last episode, you absolutely should listen to it. It's a really fun one. Yeah, he's a good. He's a good. Fr- he's a really good friend of ours. Yeah, good dude. Drives like a bat out of hell, though. Right. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So this is just our short episode of some short, short stories and uh, a lot of stuff we've got coming up. Uh, back next week's our Christmas episode. Yeah, with a guest. Um, is a guest next week? Ne- a week after. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yep. Week after. Yeah. I'm gonna play Saint Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I I did enjoy that. <laughs> Everybody's been suggesting that Nick uh, uh, dye his beard white and he just becomes Saint Nick. Yep. Although I did I did that on that aging app. It it's not well. I mean, it gave me wrinkles, but it didn't look bad. I'm not gonna lie. So <laughs> I don't know. There's a creep factor to that. <laughs> the holiday party would be so weird. <laughs> Who's the guy in the white beard? <laughs> Well, thanks for listening. Uh, It's a little bit of a shorter episode, but uh, we got to try off our new uh, soundboard, and um, hopefully it sounded better. (laughs) I don't know. So for Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. Don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.